The free press said partly cloudy, with scattered showers after 2 p.m. He expected to be back by then. He left the cellophane protector in the drawer and brushed the closet lint off the flat-crowned cap that made him think of a postman. He wished the army had come up with something more arresting, like the Africa Corps. Hitler knew a thing or two about style. As he turned to leave, his gaze went to the National Geographic map of the European theater on the wall. He checked the paper again, the front page this time, and added another pin to the map. The Navy and Marines were pounding hell out of Pantelleria, an island the size of a decimal point sixty miles off the coast of Sicily, and the Italians were expected to surrender any time. The pin had a tiny paper American flag attached. He'd bought two packages of them at Woolworths and intended to use them all. The fat woman's name he had found out was Anna Levinsky. She lived in the 2600 block of De Quinder in Hamtramck, one of those same-looking houses the Polacks had flung up five minutes after they stepped off the train. It had a peaked roof and a four-paned window directly above a plain front door, like a house in a picture drawn by a child. The first time he'd checked out the address, he swore he saw squiggly brown crayon smoke coming out of the chimney. He'd gotten the number from the butcher at the Hallbrook Market at Eight Mile and Dequinder, where she'd bought a six-pound pork loin, two pounds of sliced bacon, and a whole boiled ham, all in one visit. Total red points, a hundred and two. Elsewhere in the store, she bought butter and eggs paid for the whole shebang in cash, with more ration stamps than he'd seen at one time since his last trip to the OPA, and drove off in a big green gas guzzler of a Pontiac torpedo four-door sedan, with an A card on the windshield to boot. Watching the house, he'd learned she was married to a foreman at Dodge, Maine, a hulk with small ears and a dented black lunch pail who inspected engine blocks for the M4 tank. The couple had no children, but they liked to throw a party once a month, hoarding stamps so they could serve delicacies to other line workers and their wives and listen to the tigers on the radio. The husband was probably a saboteur, passing on blocks with fissures that split open on the first steep hill, stranding the crews out in the open for the first German 88 to get them in its sights while the wife made sure their bunkmates went hungry and couldn't fight.